This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, June 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Trump praised for nixing RFS plan. McConnell sets pre-July farm bill debate. Ag reels from Mexican retaliation. Senators say that President Trump has nixed an ethanol deal. Iowa's two senators announced separately on Twitter last night that President Donald Trump had turned down the proposed deal that angered the ethanol industry. According to sources, the plan would have made exported ethanol eligible for biofuel credits in exchange for allowing year-round sales of E15. But Senator Joni Ernst, a Republican of Iowa, said Trump assured her he won't sign a deal that's bad for farmers. Iowa's Chuck Grassley said Trump, quote, helped farmers by rejecting a bad ethanol deal. For more on the ethanol issue and the latest on the farm bill and Trump's trade policy, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. McConnell puts farm bill on a fast track. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell announced yesterday that the Senate would debate its farm bill before leaving town for the 4th of July recess. That can do nothing but increase the pressure on House Republicans to get their bill passed this month to ensure that negotiations on a farm bill could start in August. Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts tentatively plans for his committee to vote on a bill next Wednesday, and yesterday he reiterated his plans to release the draft text yet this week. McConnell also announced that he's canceling most of the August recess to give more time for senators to debate appropriation bills, nominations, and other priorities. Now, whether McConnell follows through with that is another question. At this point, he may just be putting pressure on Democrats to allow the Senate to act more quickly on judicial nominees. Mexico drops the hammer with ag tariffs. U.S. dairy, apple, potato, and pork producers are going to be spending the coming days calculating how much they'll be hurt by new tariffs on their exports to Mexico. Mexico announced yesterday hitting back against U.S. steel and aluminum tariffs by levying its own tariffs of between 10 and 20 percent on much of the U.S. pork and all of the cheese, apples, and potatoes that the U.S. sells south of the border. U.S. Apple President and CEO Jim Blair said prior to NAFTA, Mexico imposed a 20 percent tariff on apples. With NAFTA came duty-free access and Apple exports to Mexico quadrupled to $215 million. Now with this 20% retaliatory tariff, looks like we're headed right back to square one. Angela Hoffman, deputy director for the Umbrella Group Farmers for Free Trade, laid the blame with the Trump administration. She said these are self-inflicted wounds. Farmers deserve better. Senate chairman pushes tariff curbs. Senate Foreign Relations Chairman Bob Corker is trying to ramp up the pressure on President Trump to pull back on the tariff threats. Corker, Republican of Tennessee, plans to offer an amendment to a defense authorization bill that would curb the president's Section 232 authority that he's using to impose tariffs on steel and aluminum. Republicans who discussed the issue at a private lunch yesterday attended by Vice President Mike Pence are divided over Corker's strategy. Senate GOP Whip John Cornyn of Texas expressed concern that the issue could jeopardize the defense bill, but he said that Republicans can still push back on the president's tactics. Not everything we do has to be legislative. Part of this job is persuasion, and we're going to continue to make the case with the president and his staff, 
Corden told reporters yesterday. Dairy program sees last-minute rush. A renewed effort to reach out and educate dairy producers about the benefits of enrolling in the revised margin protection program seems to have paid off. As of yesterday, more than 20,000 producers have signed up at their local farm service agency offices, according to Bill Northey, the USDA Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation. About 5,000 of those waited until last Thursday and Friday. Another 500 or so registered for a chance to sign up this week. The original deadline was last Friday, but now has been extended to the end of this week. Ninety percent of those who signed up did so at the $8 coverage level. Fewer than 10% selected the lowest, the $4 coverage level. USDA is currently distributing about $90 million in MPP payments for February, March, and April, an average of $6,000 per producer. Gottlieb sounding sympathetic to plant-based beverages. FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb expressed some sympathy with producers of products such as soy milk and almond milk who are being pressured by dairy groups to stop using the term milk in their labels. Talking to reporters after a town hall meeting at FDA's campus outside Washington, D.C., Gottlieb noted that milk is defined as, quote, something that comes from a lactating animal. And the last time I checked, soy doesn't meet that definition. Still, he said, Having operated in the way we have for such a long period of time in terms of allowing some of these products that use the term milk in their labeling, we can't just arbitrarily change our posture with respect to what we allow in the marketplace. Any change in how this is handled, he said, would have to come after a deliberate process and would be done perhaps through guidance, but more probably through rulemaking. Keep in mind, The National Milk Producers Federation has been pushing Gottlieb to say that the plant-based beverages can't meet FDA's existing standard of identity. Gottlieb's remarks suggest he doesn't plan to act quickly or at all. FDA and USDA seek to ease produce safety compliance. The FDA and the USDA are taking a step that officials say will make it a bit easier for farmers to make sure they are in compliance with FDA's new produce safety standards. USDA is aligning the standards in the Harmonized Good Agriculture Practices Audit Program. USDA runs with the requirement of the produce safety rule that FDA is implementing under the Food Safety Modernization Act. The move will make it easier for growers to use the auditing program to assess their food safety practices. The standards that are being aligned include those covering the use of biological soil amendments, the production of sprouts, and worker training. Well, here's today's She Said It. He is about as swampy as you can get here in Washington, D.C. And if the president wants to drain the swamp, he needs to take a look at his own cabinet. That's Senator Joni Ernst of Iowa expressing her anger at the way EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt is administering the Renewable Fuel Standard. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, June 6th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Downey.